0: You are listening to The Political Periscope, a weekly podcast brought to you by Radio Wnet. Interviews on international politics, security, geopolitics, economy, and more, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Today's interview is part of Radio Wnet's project on the Bucharest 9, the countries of NATO's eastern flank. Our guest is Simona Kožukaro, Secretary of State in the Romanian Defense Ministry. Political Periscope.
1: Good morning.
2: Good morning. Dzień
1: dobry. You have
0: just made a note on a piece of paper. Does it refer to the B9 summit, which will soon start in Bucharest?
2: Yes, right. You you are perfectly right. Uh, B9 is going to happen very soon. I mean, the, the summit of our leader. Actually, this week... The whole week is dedicated to B9. We had uh, organized at the beginning of the week, uh, more precisely Monday... A B9 defense ministerial hosted by Poland and Romania in a virtual format. And of course, the meeting of our leaders at the end of of the week will be, you know, the, the most important event in relation with the B9 to have such an important summit.
0: What do we expect from the leaders' summit?
2: It's a, as I said it's a very very important uh, meeting B9 has become a very important framework lately by over efforts of strengthening the regional defense on strengthening the the defense the collective uh, defense on the on the eastern flank which is very very much important nowadays and at the end of the day promoting cohesion and trust amongst the member states of of B9 and reinforcing our military capabilities and resilience in order to better be prepared for the threats, risks
0: and challenges. The Bucharest Summit is a preparation to the Madrid Summit. Will the B9 go to Madrid with common demands? What will those demands be?
2: You are perfectly right the B9 summit uh, also the B9 defense ministerial these are milestones in preparing the NATO summit in Madrid I would like also to mention that next week our defense ministers will be also in Brussels for a new meeting at the defense level so there is such a intense Time frame in preparing our our summit uh, end of June in Madrid. Uh, right, important uh, decisions to be taken in Madrid, and of course, our B nine leaders will gather this Friday in Bucharest to have a common voice. You know, at the NATO table in supporting our interests, our views our our regional perspective um, amongst uh, amongst the uh, the other allies
0: there are two urgent issues to solve the first one is the security of the nato's eastern flank which means strengthening bases strengthening nato forces on the eastern flank including in romania and poland and the second one is the victory of ukraine let's start with the first one how should nato strengthen its eastern flank
2: after the invasion by the Russian Federation of Ukraine on 24 of February, NATO reinforced massively the presence on the eastern flank, together with the bilateral presence of our strategic partners. And I will offer you a couple of examples. In Romania, the spearhead force of NATO, part of the NRF, NATO Response Force, has been deployed on the shore of the Black Sea in Mihail Koganichanu Air Base, MK in short. Uh, moreover, we have been uh, he- uh, deployed troops for the enhanced vigilance activities, for the enhanced air policing. So there is a massive deployment of forces on the eastern flank that equals with strengthening deterrence and defense Posture. These measures are uh, taken, if you like, uh, for the first time in in modern times, in modern history of the alliance. So we are talking about the biggest reinforcement of collective defence. We are very much prepared uh, here in in Romania, also in Poland on the on the eastern flank, and moreover we. Uh, Probably you know very well that on the occasion of the NATO Extraordinary Summit back in March, end of March, our leaders took very important decision to set up four new additional battle groups in Bulgaria, Hungary, Romania and Slovakia.
0: But those were reactions, and the Madrid summit is supposed to build a new security architecture for the eastern flank and the entire NATO after the Russian aggression. And what will be new at this NATO summit if we are saying that this summit has historical meaning?
2: The strategy concept. This is the fundamental document that the alliance is going to approve at the summit our leaders uh, will will approve the new strategic concept that should direct comprehensive allied effort to effectively face this deteriorated security environment in which we are now living. We are talking about a radical transformation of the strategic environment. So the Alliance should be prepared to face this new, new challenge, this new risk and, and, and threats in and around the Euro-Atlantic area. So indeed, this is going to be the major deliverable of the, of the Madrid Summit and Romania as well as uh, Poland and other countries on the eastern flank, insists very much on having a particular, a specific reference to the risk and threats amongst Russia is the most active right now towards the alliance. And also we are very much uh, focusing our efforts in getting a strong language on strengthening deterrence and defense on the eastern flank from the Baltic
1: the Black Sea. Black Sea, Baltic Sea.
0: A big change. Sweden and Finland joining NATO. Here, benign, is unanimous. Do you think that it will be possible to convince Turkey to allow Sweden and Finland to join
1: NATO? Uh,
2: Our leaders for sure will take into consideration uh, the, the Finland and Sweden uh, membership to to NATO. This is a this is a topic very much uh, under uh, our MFAS Ministry of Foreign Affairs and our leaders' uh, attention. Uh, we we from the from the defense side of the house. We are very much you know supporting the efforts uh, made by our colleagues in the foreign ministries. You know to get the consensus in relation with Turkey's position. Very Very recently, uh, we had a trilateral meeting, Romania, Poland and Turkey. In Istanbul, our foreign ministers were there. I know that that our ministers uh, had the opportunity to have a conversation with President Erdogan on this topic. We have followed also the declarations by our Secretary General, by NATO Secretary General uh, Jens Stoltenberg, approaching these topics uh, very recently, and about the diplomatic efforts to get the, the, the consensus.
1: So,
0: will it work?
2: We are very much
1: positive. We talked
0: about the Baltic Sea when we were in Tallinn, Riga and Vilnius. Since being in Slovakia and visiting Bratislava, we are talking about the Black Sea. How is the NATO supposed to secure its interest in the Black Sea? What is Romania doing to bring peace on this sea? Romania is uh
2: very much advocating the importance of the black sea in the, in the current context uh, of uh, of the invasion of the russian federation uh, in in ukraine black sea is a strategic sea it is used as a platform of projecting power by the russian federation beyond but right now the black sea is, you know, is very much under pressure. Amongst the scenarios that are right now very high uh, under our consideration, apart from from the offensive of the Russian armed forces in the east uh, of Ukraine, in Donbass, there is the second uh, one uh, directed towards the south of Ukraine. And I'm referring here to Odessa uh, being a very strategic uh, point, uh, in, in, in their plans and also the, the coastline of Ukraine and, uh, the Black Sea Axis. Probably you know, just after 24 of February, one of the first strategic points taken by Russian armed forces was the Snake's Island. This is a very strategic focal point in the Black Sea, having the potential to survey to control the Black Sea northern part. The Snake Island is very close to the Romanian shore. We are very much concerned about, about the Russian capabilities deployed there and we are saying that uh, it's important to you know to to stay united and to be ready to uh, to support uh, our efforts here at the Black Sea in in enhancing uh, deterrence and defense one of the worst case scenarios would also be the access or the land corridor between Donbass and Republic of Moldova and also the access of the Russian Federation to the mouth of Danube. Practically in this scenario Romania will have a land frontier which is totally acceptable with with Russian Federation.
0: I am asking about the Black Sea because it is obviously a strategic sea. On the other hand, I left Globseg, which took place in Bratislava, with the conviction that if the war spreads beyond the territory of Ukraine, it will be unto the Black Sea and the access to the port of Odessa. Do you agree with such a statement, with such a danger?
2: I, I was also partying in Globseg, Uh, last week in Bratislava, very, very good and very, you know, insightful debates there. I was uh, myself a speaker in one of the panels in Bratislava. So um, I like to say that uh, Black Sea Uh, is indeed very important, as you said. And we are taking into consideration different scenarios, as I previously mentioned, and one is indeed related to to the access of the Russians uh, to to the Black Sea, practically controlling all the northern part of the Black Sea, like during the Cold War era, which is, you know, is is absolutely a worst-case scenario. You know, this impact on, on security, interests of Romania, and on, not only of Romania, of NATO, generally speaking, of, of EU. And we, we do hope that uh, this is not uh, to be the case.
0: Not only Romania, not only NATO, but the whole world... Because of the export of Ukrainian grain, depends on the unblocking of the port of Odessa, which in turn means stopping hunger in Africa.
2: What is uh, happening uh, now in Ukraine with this brutal, unprovoked, and justified invasion has indeed multi dimensional effects. And one is, of course, uh, the, the food security. The cereals uh, export, uh, the cereals transportation is of very much concern. Probably you know that lately there were uh, taken a lot of uh, initiatives, steps to, at the diplomatic level, we have seen also the discussions very recently between the uh, Turkish foreign minister, Chavajlogu and the Russian foreign minister, Lavrov, uh, just uh, just uh, yesterday. And, uh, you know, we are also very much concerned about, about this food security and the implications for the Middle East, Northern Africa countries and, you know, at the global level at the end of the day.
0: In turn, a few days ago, we spoke with the Minister of Defense of Bulgaria, who stated that in the Black Sea, the Russians and Russian troops have a strategic and access advantage. Is that the case?
1: For
2: for the time being, uh, there is is not the the case. Uh, again we are very much concerned about the evolutions here at the black sea and about ukrainians that will have no access in the black sea this is very much uh, very much concerning uh, and if you mentioned uh, bulgaria we are very much uh, cooperating with with our bulgarian friends and also with turkey you know free allies Pre-NATO allies here: Romania, Bulgaria, Turkey, and we have to stay united in front of the of the challenges uh, here at the at the Black
0: Sea. that is, of course, a very political question. But is Turkey such a reliable and loyal partner in NATO?
2: Turkey is a very important ally with a major contribution at the, in the military uh, at the military level and also at the conceptual level and we do hope to to achieve together uh, very very important uh, references uh, at the Madrid summit in relation with the black sea and in relation with the, our common interests and views in relation with with the situation in our region
1: just two more questions. The first one about Moldova.
0: This is one of the biggest concerns in Romania. How to protect Moldova from Russian invasion and greed? Just
2: yesterday, the, the Minister of Defence of Republic of Moldova, Anatoly Nosate uh, visited uh, Romania he was uh, welcomed by by my minister of defense Mr Denku, uh, for a bilateral meeting here in uh, in the ministry of defense we had a very insightful exchange of views in relation with the security situation also and uh, yes republic of moldova is vulnerable, is fragile, and uh, this is the reason for what Romania is putting a lot of effort in helping, in helping increasing resilience, in helping uh, increasing the defense capacities uh, building of this country, and I think we have uh, to, to help more uh, this country, alongside uh, Georgia also, to, to be able to face challenges uh, ahead and moreover Romania is one of the, on, on, one of the countries which is the strongest advocate of uh, EU uh, membership for Republic of Moldova. we have registered good progress lately and we are very much positive.
1: I lied to you because there are still two more issues. What to do to make Ukraine win the war with Russia?
2: Ukraine has to be helped. And I think uh, what the allies uh, also at NATO level, EU level, the international community did the past three months demonstrated that there is a great sense of unity and solidarity towards Ukraine at the different levels, humanitarian, military, economic, and uh, not the least at the political uh, level. So uh, it's important to stay determined and to keep the course towards helping Ukraine and the brave people of Ukraine and also of course, the armed forces.
0: What to do with the information from Severodonetsk that Russian forces have a tenfold advantage? Uh,
2: Since the beginning of the invasion, we um, followed uh, very, very uh, thoroughly the the evolution of the offensive, the counter-offensive of uh, of the forces, uh, of the Russian forces and also of the Ukrainian forces. Just recall The speech of President Putin on 9 of May, on the anniversary of the Victory Day. And uh, it wasn't spectacular at all. It wasn't triumphant at all. Because practically, we cannot talk by success of the armed forces of Russian Federation right now in Ukraine. And we are very much hopeful and positive that Ukraine could win this war.
0: To conclude, two strongest countries in the B9, the Bucharest Nine, are obviously Poland and Romania. How are Polish-Romanian relations?
2: The bilateral relations between Poland and Romania are exceptional we have an excellent strategic partnership more recently uh, we concluded a new action plan a renewed one uh, for for the next 4 years 2022-2026 uh, this was concluded at the level of our governments last march in warsaw so very important work strengths included in in this uh, in this action plan uh, moreover i would like to to say in a couple of words, that uh, the cooperation between uh, Romania and Poland, between Poland and Romania, is exceptional due to the fact that we are front runners here on the eastern flank, and not only uh, due to this fact, our cooperation came from history. And I would like to recall to you the importance of the Defensive alliance uh, concluded more than 100 years ago uh, towards Russia. The history, unfortunately, is repeating itself. And Romania and Poland were all the time here on the eastern flank to defend. And they were united. And I would like also to mention that uh, we had incredible years in our bilateral relation. I was myself uh, in Poland uh, at the end of uh, last month for a strategic dialogue round. Uh, I was also a speaker in Defense 24 forum. So we are very much, you know, close in our contacts, uh, which are very much intense. And. Um, I had mentioned the, the Defensive Alliance. Uh, this was a significant event to rememorate in our common history. And just yesterday, for your information, uh, our Institute for Defense um, Political Studies and Military History received a very important award, uh, the award Joseph Pilsuski, uh, for, for the book published last year on the occasion of the centennial of the Romanian-Polish uh, Defensive Alliance. Uh, the award was uh, granted by the historical journal uh, Cultural Foundation based here in Bucharest. We are very much
0: proud of. This was the Political Periscope. The podcast is released every Thursday at 7 p.m.